Droppe Gaming Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Dropper Gaming Podcast! Ooh, Yay! Yes. We're recording this live. Wow. <laughs> oh god, that never stops to be funny. It never stops to be funny. It never. just drives it just on by. Going, no one laughs at all, ever. Um, this is episode 189. Um, off the rails, obviously. Yeah, Already. beginning. Right from the start. Yeah. Started without rails. <laughs> Train in the paddock. What the fuck? <laughs> anyway, so we're recording in your new house. Yes. And the um, the dog's clippy cloppy fucking feet may <laughs> make a guest appearance. appearance. Yeah. Yeah, look forward to that. <laughs> First person that emails us about it, we might read it. You win the dog. Yeah, please. <laughs> Tanya, don't email us. <laughs> So we're going to talk about a couple of games. We've got a bit of a backlog. Yeah. Um, we were supposed to record this last week, but then I just didn't want to do that. No, no, exactly. That happens. It was too much. So we're doing it this week. As I said, we are live. Yeah. We are here. It's happening. Both of us are here. I'm alive. Yeah. And when you're listening to it, just pretend that it <laughs> just was Imagine live. that you're sitting here at this table with us. Yeah. Yeah. Just listening in. So For the next 15 minutes, we'll paint a picture of what the room looks like. So while you're meditating on what it looks yeah. like, you'll have that information. There's a, some walls. And a door. And I already mentioned the floor. Yes. And a dog. Yeah. So anyway, that's a good start. Lovely. Okay. So I'm <laughs> a bit, actually, I'm a bit tired right now. Mm. And that is because I was up until around about o'clock. two o'clock this morning yeah. which is unusual for me i'm usually in bed by 9 30 10 o'clock yeah because he starts work at 5 30 yeah o'clock. i'm up yeah. at like 4 30 in the morning yeah. so this morning i woke up at seven i had a sleep in uh oscar and my dog woke me up because oh. laura came in and didn't lock the bedroom door after she came in and so oscar ran in and tapped me on the shoulder and asked to climb up onto the bed and get in the bed with me. <laughs> and then the dog just licked my fucking feet. So nice. thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So that was lovely. Yeah. But I was up late because I was playing Riders Republic, mm. which is the first game we're going to talk about. Now, this one came out a little while ago now. It's been now. a couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah. I um, haven't actually even played this, being completely open. Yeah. Um, I've well, you've been it, real busy, so. Yeah. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of renos and whatnot, as we've mentioned in other podcasts. Yeah. But yes, I have not even played this. I've wanted to, because it looks like a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah. It is. Um, I mean, straight away. So, it's from the developers who made Steep. Yeah. So, it's the it's basically a sequel to Steep, where they've added in BMX. So steep was. It's weird they didn't just call it steeper or something. <laughs> the re-steepening. <laughs> Watch your steep. <laughs> that didn't make any sense. <laughs> oh, I don't even know. Steep carefully. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, so they made steep. So steep was wingsuiting, um, skiing, snowboarding. snowboarding, stuff like that. Yeah. It was all snow extreme sports, yeah. and then wingsuiting as well. You said that. Yeah. But that's not really snow or sport. So that's why I was like... Yeah. So, um, Riders Republic, wingsuiting. Yeah. What would you class it as? I guess it's a sport. Anyway, it's an extreme sport. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Riders Republic is the extreme sport game of Mm. our time. (laughs) 
So it's, it's Matt got, Hoffman plus Tony Hawk. Yeah. Plus it's probably other stuff. Um, Tony Hawk Pro Skater Remake that just mm. came out yeah. at Riders Republic are like, if you're an extreme sports fan, they're the two games to have. Yeah. Because there's no skateboarding in Riders Republic because you oh. don't ride on skateboards, apparently. It's not extreme enough in ice. Yeah. Imagine skating on ice. So, <laughs> so dangerous. <laughs> it would be. So first of all, um, the game is visually really, really nice to look at. Mm. It's amazing the map is fucking massive it's split up into different regions so there's canyon land that's all canyons and like rocky desert area Mm -hmm. then there's snowy mountains and the mountains that there's air there's towns wow with like grind rails and shit had stuff like that from memory like not towns yeah and then there's like um half snow half sort of forests with trees and stuff that you've got to dodge yeah but while you're wingsuit, you can wingsuit and you also can have, you get a rocket wingsuit. So you can just fly around the map with mm-hmm. this rocket wingsuit on. And it is just That's extreme, majestic yeah. to like, just fly around and look at everything. It's fucking beautiful. Visually like stunning game. Mm. There's in the, in terms of the race modes, you've got bike, snow and air and bike and snow are split into bike race and bike tricks and snow race and snow tricks. So with, with your gear, you unlock gear as you play. And so, for example, with bikes, you can get downhill bikes, freestyle, like free ride, trick bikes, things like that. Yep. And they have different, like a trick bike will rotate easier for doing tricks, Yep. things like that. So there's different That's pretty cool. bikes and skis and snowboards and stuff that are designed for each thing Mm. the trick levels are exactly what you would think they're all about just getting points yeah and the the leaderboard for each race or trick level that you do is like get as many points as you can and races are races yeah pretty straightforward inside of uh, then wingsuiting is you get points of proximity so for flying close to the ground flying under stuff flying close to trees and stuff and then you get multipliers based on how dangerous and how prolonged your Mm-hmm. like dangerous wingsuiting is until you hit the ground and yeah. fucking go flying. <laughs> it's got the rewind that is really standard in games these days where you can, like if you crash, you can rewind. Yeah. Um, so that's the core of the solo sort of game mm-hmm. is those modes. They're adding in BMX later on, which is a like future DLC, I think in six months or something like that. They've okay. got there because it's Ubisoft. So they've got this whole like yeah. plan for content yeah. Though, yeah yeah so um mm. there's that stuff and then inside all of those races and levels and stuff there's optional objectives that adds another layer to it so each race has three optional objectives that can be like win in a race on elite difficulty so there's standard expert elite and some other difficult there's four difficulty levels extreme and each difficulty level gives you an XP bonus that levels mm-hmm. up. So you have five careers, which are the air, bike, trick, bike, race, snow, race, yep. snow, trick. And as you level them up, that's when you unlock more gear and better bikes and things like that. And so, yeah, can the you optional... Buy gear through loot boxes or something? Yeah, so they have aesthetic stuff like costumes that you can unlock, okay. but yeah. not bikes and things like that. Yeah, so fair enough. Because that would be pay to win because yeah. you actually 
like it makes a difference to the game. Yeah, it makes a difference on how you can win, like how fast you go, depending on what bike you have, yeah, how okay, quick yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. so you've noticed that a lot more in the multiplayer stuff when you're playing against other people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those optional objectives can be finish like win on elite. It can be finish a race in under a certain time. It can be like there's some trick levels have a little camera icon at a somewhere in the map and you've got to fly through that and it changes the angle to like a oh, yeah. filming you doing tricks in That's the air thing. Cool. Yeah. So you've got to hit that or you've got to like do 20 different tricks in a trick run or something like that. Um, so there's heaps that, that adds an extra replayability to each map or mm-hmm. like, and you get stars for each of those object, uh, objectives and then the stars also unlock stuff for you. Yeah. So um, there's that stuff which that's the core of the game and then on top of that you've got all of the there's there's um equipment called funkies which are like uh snowboarding on a surfboard oh. or a jetpack suit that's like a wing suit with like a jet engine on it Shit. like a fucking plane <laughs> it's called the plane wing yeah um there's a cardboard wing suit that's like a paper plane wow. there's a pizza delivery bike Things like that. Yeah. And so they... They're, so it sounds like they've got a bit of a sense of humor in it yeah. as well, which is yeah. pretty cool. So they, you use them, you pick them up as collectibles around the world, but mm. there's also these things called Shack Daddy events. So you've got those five Ooh, events yeah. that I've already mentioned. Giggity. Then there's Shack Daddy, which is like, it'll be a, like a 12-player race where everyone is on, on a fucking surfboard. Oh, okay, yeah. Right. And they're yeah. much more unwieldy to yeah, <laughs> do tricks and stuff yeah. on. Um. And then you've got, so Funkies and Shack Daddy and stuff. So that's really just adding more and more shit you can do. Then there's the big one, which is mass races, where every probably 20, 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, it'll pop up a thing saying mass race start, mass race event starting. And you've got to go to that place on the massive map. You can yeah. fast travel there. Oh, that's all right. And it's a 64 player multi um event course basically it's not multi-event but it's like you'll start on a bike and then you'll hit a gate like a checkpoint that will then change you to a rocket suit and then you've got to fly through all these things then you'll hit another thing that'll change you to skis or something or back to a bike and they're usually three or four different changes and then there's three rounds Mm. so um that adds an extra level to it as well Mm. and those are like insane with 64 people So any yeah. issues with server? I haven't had any. It's a little bit glitchy. Yeah. With um with that many people on screen because you yeah. can bump into other people and knock them off the path. Okay. But because it's sixty four players, there's a little bit of sketchiness to how that works in yeah. terms of like not everyone is colliding with everyone. Uh, okay. But there's yeah, a yeah. chance that if someone collides with you, it'll clip you. Yeah. So, Mm. for example, you'll be going down a bike track on a downhill bike race and then you've got a turn and then a guy will turn next to you and clip you and you'll just like shoot off the side and then you've got to backtrack and then you're fucked, you're coming last. Mm -hmm. So that stuff, in terms of what's a little bit annoying about this game, definitely that glitchiness can be frustrating because Mm -hmm. you're like... Every race is skill-based. Yeah. Like, it's your ability to know that track and then be able to take the corners right and yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you'll, like, hit a rock, one of your favorite things. Oh, yeah, I love And that. there's certain ones where if you'll hit a rock a certain way, it'll 
do the same thing. It'll like shove you in the wrong direction. Oh. And that'll really fuck you up sometimes. That would annoy me. Yeah. yeah. And the more you get to know the tracks, you know where those spots are. Like you'll mm-hmm. hit a tree and like go let, turn left <laughs> straight away. <laughs> Whatever. That's always fun when and that happens. I saw a review where the guy was like, oh, this game is frustrating because there's that glitchiness that I just described. Yeah. He's like, so you'll be doing a race and you'll hit something or hit someone and all of a sudden you'll go from 12th place to 35th place. And he's like, at the end, you won't be rewarded with the position that you deserve. And I was like, if you crashed and you got further back yeah, in the pack, exactly. you didn't deserve that position. <laughs> like you can't... Yeah. It's not like that glitch mm. is specific to that guy's playthrough. Yeah, Everyone exactly. has the same disadvantage and the yeah. same chance of that happening. Mm. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's obvious. So whoever that was was a jerk. They're just, they're just like... A whinging, bitching bitch. Yeah. Well, the, the, a lot of the time that I've seen people marking this game down, it's based on that one little thing. Considering that the game is so big, knocking it back because you suck at the game yeah. is like pretty harsh, if you ask me. So that stuff can be a little disappointing, like frustrating when you're playing. Yeah. But um, I think once you get to do... So I've done probably 17 or 18 mass races now, which is a good amount. Mm. Um, and I know there's only like three or four variations of the tracks that you get in oh, those mass right. races. So you, know, so you, you get, get to, to know, know them. Yeah. Yeah. Which is handy because like, I, I think the best that I've finished is third, Jeez, which is right. pretty good. Mm. But... For a long time there, like the first 10 or 12 that I did, I was like bottom f- bottom 20 of the match. Yeah, like until it's you difficult. got to know it a little yeah. bit. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So um, that's a big part of it. Then there's two other multiplayer modes, which are free-for-all and trick battle. Free-for-all is just a race. Like in, So in solo, you'll do a bike race, for example, and it'll be against 11 other people. So it's a 12-person race. Mm-hmm. They are all... They have names like there are other players, but they're just like ghosts of them, basically. Oh, okay. So it's not ghosts, but it's like they've just got NPCs that have the names and costumes of other existing players. Yeah. And then in free for all, they do that. Yeah. Driving around, yeah. And then in um, free for all, it's actually against eleven other people, and then they have divisions. So if you win whatever position you get, you get points for your multiplayer leveling, which is on top of the other leveling. Yeah. So that is what it is. Then they have Shack Daddy Free For All, which is those Shack Daddy challenges where you have like a surfboard or you might like everyone's wearing the giraffe costume. Mm-hmm. So they're all riding a push bike and they've got like a big, it's like a helmet that just has a really long neck and a giraffe <laughs> head on top of it. And so as they're riding along, the heads are like wobbling all over the place or like they're all pandas or something like yeah. that. So it's just mm-hmm. a funny thing. Yeah. But that's a multiplayer where it's 12 people doing that. Mm-hmm. So then the other one, which is I've discovered last night, I was hoping to get into this and I hadn't had a chance until last night I was playing. Um, Trick Battle, which there was some issues with matchmaking. This is why I hadn't tried this uh, before yeah, last yeah. night yeah. Mm-hmm. because I was finding that you'd have to wait five or 10 minutes to get into one of those multiplayer yeah. matches. And got time for that. Yeah. Mm. And then if you get a pop-up for a mass race while you're waiting you have to leave the matchmaking for the multiplayer to go and do that mass race because it's a multiplayer event yeah but that's so i've done maybe three free-for-all events and then last night i did like 15 trick battles because i was only getting like a one to two minute wait time in between like i'd finish and then start and then 
when you finish a trick battle or a free-for-all, you are in this sort of hub area mm-hmm. and it's got a big bowl in the middle that oh, you yeah. can just you practice just, tricks yeah. while you're waiting. That's cool. So it's pretty fun. So trick battle is easily the most fun part of this game, I reckon. So you know Tony Hawk has mm. each level is like, say, the warehouse where everything is something you can do a trick on. Yeah. So trick battle is basically that, but it's a six versus six multiplayer where the map, each map, and I think there's only two or three different maps at this point, but that's good as well because you get to know the maps. Yeah. So the way they work is they're split into five districts, which are left, right, top, bottom, and middle of -hmm. the map. And they have names. So there's one where like it's a shark and an octopus and like there's rails that are the octopus's arms and things like that. Yep. Yep. So it'll be like, the enemy has taken octopus. And so the way you take a district is in that district, you'll have maybe eight half pipes, three rails and a fucking like a ramp or something like that. And you've got to, when you do a trick, so they all start as yellow Mm -hmm. and your team is blue and the other team is red. You've got to tag it basically by putting a trick on it. And that's what they call it, tagging it. So you do a trick on it and it tags it. Yeah. And then if you get all of the ramps or whatever in that district on the map to blue yeah then it goes for i think it's about 30 seconds or a minute you get times five points on all tricks on those items yeah so all the ramps have like a big times five comes up on them wow. and there's nothing the other team can do to stop oh, that so they until can't it just do a trick on it, and it just yeah gets it's like okay. it times out and then they all go yellow again oh, and yeah. so you've got to reactivate it yeah and the best ones are where your whole team is just like you'll have one person out of the six people on your team over in the other areas just fucking with the other people. Yeah. Just follow someone and they do a trick and you do a trick straight after. And yeah. it's not point based, so it's not like who did the highest score trick on this round. Oh, okay. It's just yeah. who did the last trick. So yeah. you can like jump onto the end of a rail and fall off it. As long as you land at the end, it mm-hmm. counts it as a trick. And so yeah. then you win that whole long rail. Wow. And um yeah if you have like three or four of your people in one district just hitting all the ramps every time then yeah. it goes times five resets and then you just go again, go again. Yeah. and yeah. the point of tricks battle is the team after however long it is I did, can't even I didn't even look at the clock I think it's five <laughs> minutes wow. something like that mm-hmm. the team that has the most points wins so it's pretty straightforward yeah um, but yeah it is just insane fun yeah because you can just do mad tricks mm. for fun yeah um so in terms of the controls in the game, it's got manual landing mode and auto landing mode. So auto landing is just, you do all your tricks in the air, then yeah, you then let you go yeah. and it'll auto land. It'll like turn into the right position. Yeah. So you lose points based on if you're on auto or manual. Oh, okay, wow. Yeah. And then they have a middle one that I discovered last night that I didn't know about, which is called steep mode, which is like a assisted landing. As long as you're like close to the right direction and then you let go, it'll... Yeah. Correct. Okay. And it just makes it 10,000 times easier. Yeah, it would be. So I'm just yeah. like hitting mad scores now. <laughs> it's fucking great. But, um, and then on top of that, they add another level of difficulty because they have that standard controller, which is using the sticks for direction, left and right triggers mm-hmm. for different tr- grab tricks. Oh, yeah, and yeah. then the face buttons, like triangle, yeah, X, yeah. etc., for. Um, so for example, if you hit a ramp holding X and then you press X again, it'll do a backflip. Mm-hmm. If you jump with triangle, it'll do a front flip. If you press X to jump and then press circle or square, it'll do like a rodeo yeah. or some other trick. Mm-hmm. So, and then you 
combine that with a grab or whatever by yeah. using the triggers and direction sticks. So it can get pretty complicated. Yeah. Yeah. But then they have another control scheme after that called Trickster, which instead of using the face buttons, it uses the right stick. Oh, okay. And it's yeah, like, yeah. I think there's a, a few games that have used the right stick for tricks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Tony Hawk did I it. I think a Tony bit. Hawk, yeah, it does. And yeah. so basically, you just learn how to, you have to relearn how to do the tricks, yeah. but you can do much more sort of nuanced tricks yeah. with it. Yeah. Which presumably, with like trickster mode and manual landing, you're getting like mad skill points. Yeah. Um, yeah. On top of all that, they have stunt missions around mm-hmm. the world I think there's 23 of them to discover and they're so things it like much more like, a lot bigger than steep yeah so the stunt ones uh, in that hub area there's one that you can go on and it's basically like really narrow ramps and stuff all around like little wooden ramps and then jumps that you have to and basically the point is to get from the start to the end hitting all the checkpoints and it's not a speed thing it's just mm. about like balancing on wow. this tiny fucking track or there's one where there's like a uh, band across a, a canyon and you've got to ride across this fucking stretched band Wow! and it's like ridiculously hard and it's counting down a timer like you've got 30 seconds to get across yeah. and if you stack it and backtrack and then straighten up and keep going mm-hmm. that's probably the most frustrating one <laughs> but some of them are you know that's what they mostly are it's about like really challenge levels yeah, yeah. skill tests yeah so there's all of that then in terms of progression and stuff there's sponsor contracts that can unlock more equipment like bikes and stuff mm-hmm. based on say you'll have to hit you know hit this many points in free roam on a bike or do 10 bike race events or yeah. whatever and they're all sponsors that are like real world companies like red bull and oh, okay. santa cruz and things like that yep so there's like so much depth to this game mm. then you have weekly challenges on top of that which will be whatever yeah um, you can customize your character's costumes, like I said, with the giraffe thing or mm. whatever. Most of them, that's probably one of the most frustrating things in this game is that a lot of them, you go into the shop and it's about, it seems like about 60% real money purchases and 40% in-game wow. currency. Okay. And so they lock a lot of stuff behind that paywall, like those giraffe costumes. Yeah. I bought the giraffe one for in-game currency, mm-hmm. but it's few and far between when those really good ones are available to yeah, use the in-game okay. currency. Yeah. So, and the really cool looking stuff is like pay real money for this. Yeah. So yeah. that's a bit frustrating, but it's, you know, that's Ubisoft. Yeah, that's right. Um, in general, like I mentioned that it's a little bit glitchy and stuff, especially in those mass races. The map is huge and you can... <clears throat> one of the things with Steam was you had to use... I think you had to get dropped off by a helicopter. In to steep? Like, yeah, in steep. Oh, okay, yeah. Whereas in this, you can just fast... If you go into your big map, which is massive, mm-hmm. and then you just go to the event that you want, press it, it'll fast travel you to nearby from that event. Okay. Or you can use a helicopter ticket, which is another thing that you can buy with real game, real money, and that just drops you directly at the event. Yeah. But it's so fun to traverse the world. Yeah, and then exactly. you can you can change what you're wearing at any time while you're free roaming as well. So you can change the oh, different okay. bikes, snowboard. There's a snowmobile that you unlock really early on that helps you traverse yep. until you get the rocket suit, in which yeah. point it's so easy to just mm-hmm. rocket around the place. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can. it's really easy to traverse it. But the biggest thing, I guess, is 
because there's so many events, as, as you unlock more and more, the map becomes really crowded with events. Uh, okay. And from a starting point, as a new player getting into it, there's no real direction that it tells you to go. It's yeah. all like you can go and do whatever the fuck you want. The world is your oyster, which can be a bit overwhelming mm. when you're like, what the fuck do I do? Where yeah, do I exactly. go? Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, once you sort of get into it, mm-hmm. it is easily one of the most fun games that I've played in a long time. There and you go. I'll have to give yeah, it a go. I'm fucking Easy to loving just pick it. Pick up and put down. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's the thing as well. Like all the bikes and snowboards and stuff, if you put it on auto mode, yeah, then it's so easy to just start racing mm-hmm. and just learn how to play as you go. Yeah. And then eventually you can change to manual mode or you can yeah. just start on manual mode or whatever. But yeah, the, all of the things are easy to pick up and just get into. Mm-hmm. And because you can fast travel anywhere makes it kind of easy you just turn the game on and go yep cool I'm going to go do a fucking wingsuit yeah, mission yeah. so yeah I give it a four and a half out of five I would give it a perfect five if it wasn't for that little bit of glitchiness and the matchmaking issues mm-hmm. but in general it's just a fucking beautiful game yeah so much stuff you can do like an insane amount of stuff you can do mm. and the trick battle thing is fun as fuck like the game is just insane fun yeah so well, four and a half out of five. Yeah, mm. I spend most of the podcast talking about that game. Yeah. It's fucking great. There you go. Um, so just quickly, there's two games, well, two things that I want to run through. Are we gonna? Do you want to do some news or? Um, well, we've got a little bit to do with, uh, say, GTA. Yeah. The, the GTA trilogy. So do your do your review on that. Yeah. And we'll jump in with some of the things that are going on. All right, so straight away, I don't want to spend too much too long on yeah. this because the games are twenty years old. Mm-hmm. Um, but my overall take on it is calling it the definitive edition is absolutely false advertising. Yeah. Yeah. It is pretty rough. So um, the game f- has visually been upgraded. So previously, like with a remaster. The best remasters, like you hate remasters. Mostly. I find the best remasters are when it's a game that you can literally not play on your new console. Yeah. So with backwards compatibility on Xbox, that really unlocks a lot of stuff. Mm. But even with that, we've previously had remasters of GTA 3, Vice City, and San Andreas. Yeah. Where the PS2 version's just slightly up-raised. Yeah. So they're like not anything special done no remake mm. treatment whatever but they're perfectly fine to play I literally played through GTA 3 and Vice City like last year not yeah. that long ago mm-hmm. maybe even this year I don't know but it wasn't that long ago and that was fine they've remastered it now and they removed initially we'll get onto it later but they removed the older versions from the store mm. to cut people off from them then they released this new version that has upgraded graphics <laughs> which I mean in some places it looks decent it looks like a mixture of like they've gone we want to upgrade it a bit yeah. but not lose the feeling entirely yeah, which yeah. they've kind of fucked because they do lose that feeling a yeah. bit in places but it gives it more of a stylized look kind of like you'll find in like indie games these days where they don't have the money to do big triple A scale mm-hmm. graphics so yeah. they'll pick a graphical style a visual style yeah, yeah. and stick with that and kind of cartoony looking stuff mm-hmm. and so it looks a lot like that yeah. which I can appreciate it looks like shit if you're like oh I'm 
this doesn't look like GTA Five. Yeah, yeah. Because you're if you go into it with the expectation of like, oh, cool, it's a GTA Five version of those games. Yeah. That's not what they've no. done at all. Yeah. It's literally just like a reskinning and mm. texture upgrade. Yeah. Then they've increased the polygon count, so you can go online and Google pictures of this definitive yeah, edition yeah. where it's like meme status already. Like the one that you noted, where there's a there's a shop that has a nut, like a yeah. fucking bolt nut, on yeah. the roof, and they've increased the polygon count, so it just looks like a donut. It looks yeah. like a circle. Well, I actually read about what happened with this, and either like a, there's a, a smoothing textures thing that you can do in most of the graphical yeah. kind of systems and, and like programs. an algorithm based fucking just run it through yeah yeah and it sounds like that's kind of what they've done they've just run it through this program that they've potentially created yeah that just smooths all the edges of things and stuff like that and yeah yeah it it basically took what was a, a hexagonal a hexagonal nut. yeah nut and made it into a donut because that's probably what it thought it was. Yeah, it smoothed, smoothed all the edges. Yeah. I assume they patched that and fixed it. Um, not yet. At some point. Yeah, they but that's yet. the thing. Up until today, there'd been no response from Rockstar about this. Yeah. Um, mm. But I'll just finish my uh, okay. little mini review before we dive into what the updates are. Um, it, From what I can tell... It seems like apparently it's a port of the mobile version, so it's not a remaster of the PS2 versions. Mm. They've taken the remastered mobile version and then brought that to console. Wow. Added the GTA V control scheme with like the weapons mm-hmm. wheel and stuff, which I appreciate because previously it was like, I think it was like D-pad scrolling through all the weapons. Oh, yeah, yeah. So having a weapon wheel really does... It's, it's like a quality of life improvement, yeah. which yeah. is great. That's the one good thing. Mm-hmm. Which is and it's fucked. Not broken. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's weird. There's things like um, I saw a clip of a guy shooting a windscreen. Have you seen that one? No. It's a wind. So they shoot the windscreen of the car, the PS2 version, all the glass shatters and like in big pieces and falls down. Yeah. And in the fucking definitive edition, in <laughs> quotes, they shoot the windscreen and it just disappears. The windscreen wow. is gone. Okay. So. They, yeah. It's like not no even destruction. There's no physics yeah or anything. yeah wow. Which I assume is a mobile thing because you've got a yeah less compute computational power or something. Yeah. But I just look at that and I go, how can you with a straight face call this the definitive yeah. edition of these yeah. games? Then on top of that, they're super glitchy. There's heaps of people talking about bugs with like falling through the planet, mm. all that shit, which was not even in the previous versions. Like yeah, you wouldn't have exactly. any of these. Dis- yeah. issues and there's been things like I did see um, a guy driving down the street and he's, he's basically with his controller just doing the, the whole left to right thing of yeah the like weaving, wheel. weaving real quickly yeah really quickly in the lane and the car's growing in size yeah just um, slowly expanding yeah because it just couldn't keep up with what the fuck he was doing or I guess. some fucking mistake yeah. in the coding real weird and you just think my thing is if this was just a remaster of some like average game, whatever. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. You've done a shit job. It happens. Yeah. But we're talking about a company here that has the highest grossing entertainment product of all time mm. in GTA five. They've milked that shit for eight mm. years. Yeah. Yeah. And have made literal billions of dollars. Mm. 
and they outsource this and put out this fucking of the twentieth anniversary of GTA Three this year. Yeah. And it's one of the most beloved game trilogies of all time. Like, mm-hmm. name a more beloved trilogy. Uncharted 1, 2, and 3. Not even. Mass Effect. Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3. But GTA 3, Vice City, close. San Andreas, in terms of mainstream cultural like mm. impact yeah. for video games in history, yeah. Super Mario 1, 2, and 3, maybe. Like, mm. seriously, they're fucking huge. Yeah. So you would... And change the industry. Yeah. GTA yeah. 3 redefined video yeah. games. It did, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And so you think, okay, there's a big factor here mm. that you need to, like... Address. You need to, you need <laughs> to respect yeah. the history of these games and not... It's, because what it comes across as is a cash grab. Yeah, exactly. Straight up. Mm. There's no... There's no rock star level of quality that you come to expect from GTA Five, Red Dead Redemption Two, yeah. in any way in this port of these games, and that's a real shame. And yeah, I just feel like if you have million billions upon billions of dollars from this franchise, mm-hmm. the least you can do is respect its heritage, respect its heritage, and yeah. and put out a fucking re, a definitive edition mm-hmm. that is actually definitive. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I. Just, it feels super disappointing. I think it's a good idea in theory to remaster those. But like I said, the best remasters are the games that you can't play. Mm. And there was already perfectly fine. I mean, they were fucking old. Yeah. And But the, even this version, you can feel the age of it mm-hmm. on top of all the but bugs. it's not broken. Yeah, yeah, there's bugs. Just the lack of polish. Yeah. And that's really, really frustrating. And mm. so... Yeah, overall, it feels like a really disappointing way to celebrate the 20th anniversary of GTA 3. Yeah. To be like, hey, check out this piece of fucking shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, yeah, I feel like they could have done more with the amount of money. Like, mm. out of a show of respect for your customers. Exactly. Like, yeah. we, the only reason Rockstar are so big is because of the support of fans. Mm. And a remaster is a love letter to fans for a game that they love. Should be. That's the I like the concept of remaster is like, hey, play this game that you really loved or that you missed. Yeah. And we've made it better for you now. Yeah. Yeah. And to just do that for such a massive um, Mm. franchise is just nasty. It feels gross. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. and so in the news related to this, oh so my score is two out of five. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty dismal. Yeah. But I just I'm like a lot of the fans have jumped onto the back of this. Yeah. Um and obviously it's not being done on the console version because they're unable to change the, the coding on there's, that. Well, there's more of a process involved with patch releasing, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, so in, in the PC versions of it, where it's probably a lot easier to do, yeah. you've got access to the coding and those types of things. Um, yeah, the fans are really jumping on board with this and fixing some things like we just oh they're doing like mods and stuff yeah, yeah. like proper proper mods for it um, yeah. so we well that was the thing someone remastered like fans redid yeah. GTA San Andreas yeah and Rockstar sued them yeah and like bullied them into getting rid of it mm. they could have just given those fuckers the money exactly and they probably would have taken less money yeah they would just for the, doing bit, it the of joy of being like oh wow my game my yeah. remake of your game is going to be released to mm. the world that's amazing. I'll do it for fucking free, basically. Yeah, exactly. They would literally do it yeah. for free. Yeah. Just cover my rent, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's it. 
Um, so we obviously mentioned there's that um, the reshaping of the nut. Yeah. So they've fixed that. Yeah. In, in the coding, you can, this is fans fixing. Yeah, though, and not you can go and star. find these easily and yeah. patch your own game. Yeah. So you get that. Um, there's been another really really interesting um, like image going around a lot of different places of the rain. Yeah. So it's almost like they didn't do anything to the rain physics in this game, like to the to the graphical side of it. Yeah. Um, and you see this image, which is literally a half-half image. And on the left side, there's just like, just lines down the screen, like, you know, about yeah. uh, probably a foot long yeah in in comparison to the dude standing there yeah and there's just lots of them and they go deep into the screen so you can see oh shit there's a lot of stuff going on there yeah and then on the right hand side it it looks like it's misty and hazy like it does in modern day games because you know there's all that atmosphere from rain um it just looks way better which is really good um apparently there's a scene in like a a korean marketplace um Mm. And I, I don't know Korean or speak it or know how to write it, so yeah. I didn't do this. But apparently, there's a Korean marketplace, and there was a lot of spelling errors. Yeah. So some dudes just gone in and fixed them all, <laughs> and made that his mod. Yeah. Um, you know, and none of those were actually in the originals. No. They were all correct. Yeah. So somehow, between being correct and now being re-released, yeah. they've been fucked them. Yeah. somehow that's the end of it they've been done <laughs> they've and been them. fucked them <laughs> exactly the astounding thing here is right these are not a development team these are mods being made by random motherfuckers yeah. since the game came out like a week ago or two mm. weeks ago whenever the fuck it came not that long ago yeah and they have already fixed this yeah in a mod exactly and they're not working in a studio and I get studios have a lot more work they have to do they have to do the whole game and stuff you can't yeah. just go hey your job is fix the rain dude yeah but you could do that yeah exactly yeah there's no reason you can't just no. go let's delay the game one month or not even while you're actually redoing the game let's just go you yeah, know what would make a fair. huge difference just do it in the first place yeah exactly yeah. you know like we're remaking this game we're remastering, remastering this game yeah so why not just re-fucking master it instead yeah. of not yeah you know and so. why fucking break stuff instead of just leaving it yeah you know and maybe that was an, an issue of you know the spelling errors came from that physics thing that they've pushed it through like yeah. that that graphical improvement yeah, algorithm, algorithm yeah where it's looked at the shitty stuff on a mobile version and gone it's gone oh, what is this korean fucking yeah <laughs> that's right now we're going to just make it into fucking something that doesn't make sense because yeah. it doesn't understand it so it's made a comparison and gone, ah, that'll do. Yeah, let's straighten yeah. these lines up. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, those have been fixed. But there's there's a lot of things that have been added to it um, where there's like the ability to add fog. Um, they've added like making San Andreas and like an entire mod for the whole game to make it more vibrant. So all the colors are, are more colorful. Yeah. Um, the, the lighting is more realistic. Um, and, and That's crazy that you can just do that in yeah, a mod. Fucking oath. Like yeah. to me, and like I said, like the, to dull the game compared to what our memories possibly, and we've yeah. spoken about this in past, you know, like you watch a shitty camera version of a fucking movie type thing and you go, oh, that's really fucking bad quality. Yeah. 
But if you watch the whole thing and then 10 years later you watch a DVD version of it, yeah. you remember the scenes but not the bad quality. Yeah. You know what I mean? And with this, our memories of this game... Yeah, it's like rose-coloured glasses yeah, looking back. Yeah. exactly. They're rich and vibrant and fantastic. Because you know, at the time, you're like, wow, this is so realistic. It'll and never it's like get better. fucking box head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, they've, anyway, they've done a lot of work on trying to fix that. Yeah, which is crazy to me that there's fans doing this. Yeah. Um, and if you do have that, that version that is able to be modded... Yeah. Um, Go grab someone, just have a play with it. There's yeah. apparently a lot of really funny things that people have added to it as well. Yeah. And I don't know if they're going to be around for too long because... Well, there's yeah. a big modding community for GTA Five as well. Mm. So those are probably the people that have jumped on here. But in terms of how disappointing that trilogy is, Rockstar today, finally, like they've been fucking radio silent for this time. They came out, I think it was today or yesterday, and said that they apologized the launch wasn't as they had hoped yeah because apparently no one fucking went and looked at this game yeah. before they released it <laughs> they've reinstated the previous versions on the marketplace which just as an aside don't fucking delete the old version of yeah. the games because in terms of historical accurate like keeping the historical records mm. of previous stuff if you just delete it yeah that's like some 1984 shit yeah like you're just removing the past and replacing it with this upgraded version and being like, that's the version. Mm. Like, no. That's the way Keep it is. all the versions and just market your thing as definitive edition. It's not confusing. Yeah. It's confusing when you go, oh, I want to buy GTA 3. There's two here that are both say GTA 3. But if one says definitive edition trilogy, mm. that's not confusing. You know that they're there's different. There's a difference, yeah. You know? Exactly. And yeah, I just think it's really shitty from that point of view I guess you're like it's like oh you know save server space by not having both but you still have to list them they still have to be on the servers because people who've previously bought those versions can still download them mm. you just can't buy them on the store so they just removed yeah. it from the store Ridiculous. to force people to buy yeah I just yeah. think it's fucking shitty and Rockstar we expect more it's 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 almost arrogance. It's like CDPR, mm. Project, CD Project Red's fucking arrogance with yeah. Cyberpunk, where they're just mm -hmm. like, they're, it's almost an attitude of we're too big to yeah. give a fuck what anyone thinks because yeah. we're just going to succeed. Mm -hmm. And I, yeah, it's just gross. So now we'll move on to a game that is fucking really respectful of the property. <laughs> My friend, Peppa Pig. Yay! <laughs> so uh, this is not a normal game that we would review but yeah I got I got sent a press release about this game coming out and I was like watch the trailer and I was like wow that actually looks really good <laughs> so I got it for Oscar because Matt's obviously three years old yeah <laughs> so um, let's go Peppa Pig we all know Peppa Pig is that little pink pig yeah um, from the ch children's show the show I think is designed for ages three to five preschool sort of pre preschool as well but yeah. yeah it's three to five years old which in terms of video game it's ability most three to five year olds are not like unless you've made some interesting choices as a parent <laughs> they're not like headshotting people in cod mm. right so <laughs> Peppa Pig it's it's exactly like the TV show the cartoon okay. everything visually it looks exactly like you're watching a cartoon of Peppa Pig 
she's talking, the family are talking, blah, blah, blah. Except that you have your character in the show and you can interact with things. And so all it is is moving left to right. So you're not Peppa Pig? No, you play as her friend. So it's your friend, Peppa Pig, is your friend. And you can make a custom character. So they have all the different animals. There's rabbits and foxes and pigs and shit in that show. Yeah. And so you can make a custom character. Yeah, pigs and shit. Yeah. You can make a custom character where you pick what animal you want to be then you pick what color their skin is then you pick what if they're wearing a hat or glasses or what clothes they're wearing so you can customize your character yeah yeah which is a great addition oh yeah just can you unlock guns (laughs) you get a bmx (laughs) oh sweet yeah no so straight away i was like here you go oscar gave him the ps5 controller i was like let's play yeah and he made a fox that wears glasses and was happy with that yeah. Um, the interaction in the game, the controls, literally, it's just moving left to right and like around. Mm-hmm. So what it'll be is, um, it's basically a side-scrolling exploration game. Yeah. And then you interact with stuff by pressing X. And I think you can press square and make like your animals noise or something. Okay. So Oscar's just standing there, just going X X X, and his things like, <laughs> like making noise <laughs> or whatever. So it's really fun. For kids, and it mm. captures the TV show perfectly. There's a lot of licensed games out there where you're like, mm, you know, yeah. like Oscar's really into Paw Patrol at the moment, and I, oh yeah, yes, I played the Paw Patrol game on Switch when mm. he was like one. Yeah, so he's way too young to play it, yeah. and I was like, fuck it, I'll play it and see if it's any good. And it's about as bad as you'd expect a game to wow. be for a cheap like port not port like a cheap licensed game because there's a lot of them over the years that we've seen Mm -hmm. where it's like a cash grab yeah and so i was like oh pepper pig is probably going to be garbage Mm. um but it's actually like hannah montana i never played i never never played it no no so but things like like mastermind and and all of those like Mm. cartoon movies they always had a licensed game that came out Mm -hmm. poor patrol there's like four fucking games now wow but um, yeah, so this game, I was like, we'll give it a crack. Oscar loved it. He loved creating his own character. The game isn't very long. It's only like a few hours. It's okay. short. Mm. But for a kid that's three to five, that they got a 20 minute like, attention span. Yeah. And yeah. plus, like Oscar will just like run around on the same screen where I would go into a game and go, okay, I'm, I've done everything in this screen, move to the next one. Yeah. And he'll just fuck around. Yeah. Repeatedly. So my he's such a wanker <laughs> such a wasteful <laughs> idiot you'll never finish any game like that you God, idiot don't you know it's not about from. the journey it's about finishing the fucking game. it's about games. your platinum it's about club, your platinum count you little turd <laughs> um yeah so the only qualm that I would have with it I mean overall it's exactly a fucking pe- it's an interactive yeah. Peppa Pig episode which is, which is great yeah um the price point at the moment is fifty four ninety five, which I think is it's not a full price game, so that's decent, but it's yeah. still a bit high for like a couple of hour game. Yeah, um, I think twenty nine a, a toddler. Yeah, yeah like, I think twenty nine ninety five is probably the uh, mm. the right price point for that. So if yeah. it's on sale, um, I know a lot of the Paw Patrol games for any of you out there who are looking for them, <laughs> they're all around that sixty dollar mark as well generally, yeah. and they're all. 50% off at the moment with the sales oh, that are on at go. the moment. So, so they're about the right price now. Yeah. Yeah. If you have a kid that wants to play that or you want to or play it, whatever. Play it. But yeah. honestly, my friend Peppa Pig, Oscar loved it. I say four out of five. 
Wow. It's a it's a must buy. So you're Game saying of the year contender. It's better than GTA Definitive Edition. <laughs> it's twice as good. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> oh jeez. All right, so we've got one more game that we're going to review, but we'll go through a bit of news first. Yep. Um, both of us have now played and finished Far Cry 6. Yeah, so and the we, first DLC just came out a couple of days ago as well. Yeah, we are going to talk about this. We're going to go a little bit in depth too, so we will try not to have too many spoilers. Yeah. Um, but it's been out for a while now, so if you do want to play it or you yeah. haven't finished it, uh, we won't try and ruin the game for you. But There's not that many spoilery things. It's just like an action movie video yeah. game. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to have a chat about that after anyway. we do the news very quickly. Um, so Battlefield 2042 has just been released. Yesterday, so, yep. apart from the early access yeah, for people who bought access. the Ultimate Edition was a week early access, yeah. things like that, whatever. So based on their early access, yeah. um, Steam had apparently f- about 5,500 reviews put up in the first week. And they were shocking. Yeah. Nearly 80% were very negative. This is all user reviews. Yeah. Yeah. Which um, I'm like, take with a grain of salt, I find. Yeah, a lot of the time. But they actually, a lot of the ones that had comments on them had like real reasons. Yeah. There was really low performance. There was a lot of stuttering and jittering and yeah. stuff like that. I noticed and, in and the beta, crashing. a lot of like falling through the world and things like yeah. that. And I'd be like running along and I see a guy just like fall through a building next to me. I'm like, yeah. oh. Yeah, poor dude. Hi. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. But, um, uh, so yeah, they, they've had really low sales numbers as well so far. Lower than expected. Lower yeah. than expected. So they, they actually expected higher, um, pre-release purchases mm. but they never happened you know what ruined it GTA Trilogy Definitive Edition and, and Cyberpunk 2077 yeah. games where they push the pre-orders like I, I honestly think people are pre-ordering less because of those experiences mm. yeah you know possible because why pay for a game pre-order yeah. when like Cyberpunk is the perfect example it super is. hyped yeah. everyone was like this game is going to be fucking awesome yeah, you were despite you it were being delayed you were extremely excited yeah. about this for two years yeah despite it being delayed constantly which is yeah. a massive red flag exactly. but we're all still like oh fuck this is going to be great and then it comes out and it is it's a pile of steaming the crap the fucking worst yeah. so yeah I think people are learning a lesson and I think mm-hmm. it's shit I think people yeah. should be excited for games yeah. I just don't think developers should release fucking crap games. Yeah, and it's happening more and more. Yeah, stop undercooking them. Yeah, exactly. Um, we haven't had a chance to really play. You've done one bit of Battlefield, the first yeah, mission I, I or whatever. Yeah, I played the very first bit. I'm looking it, forward to getting okay. to, into it. Um, I didn't think it was great. Yeah. You know, like... What was it, just my, campaign? That you uh, did? No, it was a multiplayer. Oh, yeah. Um, it was like, almost like a capture the flag, but it's it's like a row of five different capture yeah, yeah, areas yeah, yeah. and you got to push forward yeah and rush I think that's the something like that yeah. game mode um, yeah. but Battlefield 3 was one of my favourites that's like the pinnacle yeah and, and 1942 as well which is why 2042 is like yeah trying to get the bad the company as well oh yeah for yeah. sure but even playing through Battlefield 3 and I played a shitload of that game yeah it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. Um, 
you know, frustrating and all that shit as a shooter is, but a lot of very positive kind of things in that. Yeah. But in this, I just played it and it feels kind of hollow and it, you know, even the graphics don't even look as good as what I remember Battlefield 3 as. I thought in the um, beta, yeah, well, that's that rose-colored glasses thing again. Yeah. I thought, because I, I played the beta for 2042 and I thought it looked fucking excellent. It mm. looked really clean. Yeah. But it's almost like sanitized clean Mm -hmm. like there's some gritty areas but it's really bright and fucking pretty and stuff that was just the levels that I did in the beta in this one it was like um, it was almost like Saudi Arabia um, or you know Dubai potentially yeah Um, lots of tall buildings but there'd been you know a lot of stuff left and you know sand had moved in and yeah you know, it, it, buildings were overgrown. Um, so there's like sand dunes in the middle of the streets and yeah. stuff like that. That reminds me of um, Spec Ops The Line. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, yeah, that same. was a good game. Oh, that was good. Yeah. But anyway, so we're, we're going to review so Battlefield. Hopefully next episode. On the next yeah. episode, yeah, yeah. Play a bit more of it. Um, Xbox just turned 20. Literally yeah. just turned 20. Like happy birthday. On Wednesday or something. Yeah. Um, so happy birthday to them. Um, they had a, a big party celebration thing online. Yeah, that, showing you know, us all their old crap. That yeah. We're like, celebrate our history. Cool. Congrats. Yeah. Well, Very good. you've had Halo. Yeah. And then <laughs> they were like, um, it's a, so they called it a beta, but it's, mm. did they call it a beta? No, I didn't watch the fucking thing. just the multiplayer. Yeah, so the multiplayer yeah. is out for Halo Infinite. Yeah. Infinite, yeah. Which, uh, from what I can tell, it feels like a Halo game. Mm. I haven't played it. No, I haven't played it. I've heard a few people talk about it, and they say it's Halo. Yeah. Um, I haven't even really watched anything of it. Yeah. But apparently it's Halo. I saw a stream, and I was like, that looks pretty good. Okay. I saw like one minute of a Twitch stream of Halo. And I was like, yeah, that looks pretty fun. Mm. So, I mean, Halo's fun. They haven't fucked it. Well, that's good. From what we can tell. Yeah. Um, They Also, what they actually talked about... Mm-hmm. during that um, you know celebration thing yeah um, Phil Spencer says that they're now pushing for some of their bigger titles in the future now to yeah. be only Xbox and PC and PC so they're we already know Starfield is going to yeah. be an exclusive yeah and so, so now Elder Scrolls 6 is looking very, very much like it's only going to be an yeah. Xbox game. Well, I just... Console. The anniversary edition of Skyrim, which is Elder Scrolls 5, yeah. just came out to celebrate 10 years. Yeah. And I've been playing a fucking lot of it. I mm. was... We've talked about Skyrim, about yeah. how ridiculous it is that it keeps getting re-released. Yeah. But... It's just been this, released as well at the same time on um, Game Pass. So yeah. if you want to play yeah, the upgraded version, the new one... Yeah the same version yeah they put all of the Bethesda shit (laughs) on there yeah well all it is is a next gen upgrade of the special edition that they'd already done and then they've added in all this mods and creation club stuff on top of it yeah Um, I played it 10 years ago and put 20-30 hours into it but I didn't Mm. finish it and now I've started I was like I got sent a code I'll give it a crack and Initially, I was like, mm, don't know, I've done this, that starting thing yeah. where the, you're about to get your head chopped off and the dragon comes mm-hmm. like five times, ten Spoiler times. Spoiler alert. Yeah. 
<laughs> I've done that that initial mission like ten times, and At I was like, least. "Oh, this is you're running through the underneath of yeah. the thing trying to escape." I'm just like, "Ah," oh. but I'm like fully invested now. I'm playing <laughs> that game to completion. Wow, um, that's a big commitment. Yeah. Too. Well, there's nothing else really coming out this year, from what I can tell. Like nothing yeah. really groundbreaking. Halo Infinite, Forza Horizon Five's just come out, mm-hmm. and battlefield 2042 and that there's no playstation exclusives until fucking february i think yeah so i'm like now is the perfect time mm. but um in terms of the elder scroll 6 being an xbox exclusive and this is my thing so we were talking about when we, when i got here to record you yeah. were playing forza yeah and we sat down and you were looking at the car pass thing mm. and my thing i said i have this internal like it's almost like a wall yeah block a block in me about that stuff and we've talked about in the past where we get sent a code and we're happy to pay for DLC for it to support the developer whatever I get Forza Horizon 5 for free with Game Pass which is not free because it's $10-$15 a month or whatever Mm. Um, and then it seems like what they're doing with those games and to be fair I haven't looked at Halo Infinite but it seems like and it's justifiable you're giving the game away for free so offer in-game purchases to unlock more stuff mm. but it just has that it's like a greasiness to it yeah that yeah, i'm like exactly. mm, doesn't feel very good yeah so when we talk about the elder scroll 6 being an exclusive on xbox like we already know playstation gamers are pissed mm. not pissed they're like sad yeah that starfield is going to be an xbox exclusive mm. the elder scrolls 6 i think with a game on that level given how insane insanely well Skyrim did yeah to lock that down to Xbox is for a start it's probably a good decision from them to mm. push console sales because we something. know how popular Skyrim is yeah and if you say to people oh the next Skyrim game which mm. is what people are going to refer to Elder Scrolls 6 as Very they're going to awesome. be like hey yeah. it's the game the sequel to Skyrim yeah that's only on Xbox or PC. People mm. will want to do that. It's yeah. like people buying Gran Turismo, buying a PS3 for Gran Turismo. That's true. Back in the day. Yeah. Like people did that specifically for that game. People mm. will buy this. And so from that point of view, I'm like, yeah, it makes sense yeah. for Xbox to make mm. that exclusive. As a PlayStation gamer, and this is, it's almost like a bargaining thing when you're in grief, that yeah. bargaining thing where you're like, <laughs> maybe we can do a different thing. Just bring them back. I'll do anything. Yeah, my thing is like, <laughs> if you get to the launch of the Elder Scrolls Six and PS Five, and we don't know how PS Five is selling compared to Xbox Series X, yeah. but the assumption is that it's following close to the line of PS Four to Xbox One, but I think not that bad mm-hmm. because the Xbox Series X is quite good, yeah. and Game Pass is the best deal in gaming. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure the PS Five is outselling Xbox Series X. If you get to the launch point of the Elder Scrolls 6 and PS5 has a massive market share imbalance over Xbox and you go, the Elder Scrolls 6 is going to be one of our highest selling games. Mm-hmm. We're giving it away on Xbox Game Pass for free at launch. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you not release that on the PS5 to a bigger market share and sell it for 110 bucks a copy and make mad buku bucks? Well, I guess that comes down to, you know, you make your bed, you stick to it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they're going, all right, we need to draw a line in the sand. 
But they've said they don't want it. They're not necessarily going to make all games exclusive. Mm. So why do that with that game out of any game? That because one, that's the will, one that's going to push it. That'll push and, a lot of yeah. people to get that And that's console. what I think, like, they've... In the past, we've seen them kind of do this with other games. Yeah. Like, Forza, they thought was going to sell a shitload of consoles, and it just really didn't. Yeah. Um, you know, Halo, they've tried it with, and... Yeah. yeah, it's sold, but only people that had an Xbox previously mm. bought the upgrade because they no one else really gave a fuck. It was just another Xbox game, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but with this one, it sucked so many people in for so many long, long years yeah. that they're now going, okay, if any game's going to do it for us yeah. in our arsenal, yeah. you know, we, need to, we need to focus on this yeah. and make sure and that we can that do one. it. Yeah. yeah. And I get that. Like, you know, yeah. they, they've got not a lot else. You know, yeah, they're getting a lot more. Yeah, I think by the time Elder Scrolls Six comes out, because that make no mistake, that's not coming out for at least three more years. Yeah, yeah, because Starfield is the end of next year. Yeah, there's no way Bethesda are working on two massive RPGs at the exact same time for to the level yeah. where they can release that close together. Yeah. I don't think we'll see Elder Scrolls Six before 2024, mm. maybe the end of 2024. If we're lucky, yeah, but um, I think why not release it as a timed exclusive? Yeah, yeah. Give even if it's twelve months because they did that with Tomb Raider. Mm. Tomb Raider they had twelve month yeah. exclusive on Xbox, mm-hmm. and you don't even have their Xbox. They're the publisher and creator, yeah. so they don't have to put in fine print timed exclusive. Yeah, they just go it's exclusive on Xbox That's now. Right. And potentially that may be what they're doing. Yeah, and then in know? 12 months you go, or in 11 months you go, in one month's time, mm. we're going to release it on PS5. Yeah. But then on top of that, I think you have exclusive content that is only on Xbox because they've mm. said in the past, they may not be exclusive, but we want the best experience to be on Xbox. Yeah. So then you say there's a DLC package that's an extra 20 hours of content mm. that's, that's only right. on Xbox. Yeah. Who the like you? If you had the both systems, mm. you'd probably. If you're a massive fan, you'd probably lean towards that exclusive yeah, content. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, and that's just me in that bar. Like I said, that's in the bargaining point of like, please, I really want to play that, <laughs> but I don't want to use my fucking Xbox, we'll even though I have one. You have one, and you're not going to use it for anything else, <laughs> right? But and by yeah. then, it'll be four years later. It'll have so much fucking dust on it. Yeah, that you're going to have to clean it out. Yeah, first. you will buy a totally. new one. Get a blower and just... Just get a shovel and dig it out of the dust pile. Um, But anyway, yeah, that's my... We have gone on a bit. But yeah, that's my opinion on that one. I think they should... In, in just in terms of a game that that's Mm. that is that big. Um, Just quickly, Activision, Blizzard, we've talked about their controversy at the moment. They're fucked even more. There's like over 150 workers gathered outside Blizzard's offices demanding... Bobby Kotick resigns, mm-hmm. resigned. Um, they a shareholder group wrote an open letter to the board asking for his dismissal. He's repeatedly failed, quote, repeatedly failed to uphold a safe workplace, which is a basic function of his job. Yeah. So it's pretty massive. Like he's yeah. in a lot of trouble. The board are backing him. Yeah. So which is for a some reason big mistake. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, in the Me Too world. 
that we live in, yeah. which is not a bad thing. That is a good thing mm. that we've made the progress that we're at the point where people can stand up and say, no, yeah. that is not appropriate behavior. Yeah. You should not have board members standing by someone who has been implicated in nurturing a culture that is not appropriate. Mm. And and there's been a lot of stories coming to light now as well that um, since all this shit happened and it was um, the state of California um, you know, put a lawsuit on them or whatever they yeah. do, um, a lot of shit has started coming out. Yeah. And he settled out of court on multiple really fucked up things that he's done. Yeah. Um, like a woman, his old secretary or something had a voicemail message from him yeah. after she came forward that he sexually abused her yeah. saying that he was going to get her killed. Jesus. And he settled out of court. Like, this is the fucking dude that is running this fucking company. That you the know board I mean? is defending. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's fucking terrible. Like, this yeah. stuff is really fucking it's terrible. It's out of control. Um, my, the head of Microsoft... Um, and the head of PlayStation have both written letters to all their employees saying that this is disgusting and we are looking at our relationship with this company. Um, Microsoft's... um, What's his name? Um, Phil Spencer. Yeah, Phil Spencer wrote uh, that he was personally very disturbed and deeply troubled by the horrific events and actions of Activision Blizzard. Massive statement. Yeah. Um, That this type of behavior has no place in our industry and that he will be evaluating all aspects of the relationship with Activision Blizzard and will be making ongoing proactive adjustments to their agreements. Like, Microsoft is telling you, you're fucked. If the head of Microsoft is coming out and saying that kind of stuff. And keep in mind that this is, we're talking about Call of Duty here. Yeah, like huge. Like games. they've got Diablo and Overwatch and stuff, but in yep. terms of what if is going to affect them based on PlayStation mm. and Xbox, it's Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, that's the sure. that's the main mm. one, and yeah. So the the biggest the biggest thing, I guess, the most disturbing thing potentially is since the lawsuit was put on them in in July. So we're talking five months, four months to this point. Yeah, um, there's been reported that Activision head office has received over 500 reports from current and former employees allegating harassment, sexual assault, bullying, pay distribution disparities, sorry, yeah. and multiple other issues. Yeah. That's 500 from a staff of potentially there'd be thousands of people. Thousands. Yeah. 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 So But it's pretty damning. It is. It's yeah. a cultural problem in the mm. company. Yeah. And how do you fix that? You fucking cut down the head yeah. and put a new person in from external. Yeah. And that exactly. means Bobby Kozik needs to fucking... Burn in hell. Yeah, well, <laughs> he needs to fucking step down. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, he can literally... He needs to jump out. <laughs> he, could be, he could still be like a key shareholder in the company. But yeah. hanging on by, the fuck, by tooth and nail when it's that bad is not a good look. No, definitely and, not. And mm. it's astounding to me that the board's standing by him. Yeah. Especially when shareholders are writing letters. Exactly. Being like, get him out. Yeah. Because they have a responsibility to act in the best interest of the shareholders. So 
But he needs to go. Yes. He See you to later, go. Bobby. Yeah. Bobby fucking co dick. <laughs> go eat a dick. <laughs> go, go eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah. Um, yeah no so, but it's a fucking bad situation is, and that yeah. shit shouldn't fucking happen it's 2021 exactly yeah it's unacceptable it's, like it's fucking the 70s yeah you know like the, that Wolf Ron of Wall Bergen Street fucking it's do. Wolf of Wall Street type <laughs> shit yeah like the sto- initial stories that we were hearing was that kind of behaviour like mm. just atrocious women feeling super uncomfortable in the workplace and that's not okay yeah exactly at all it's mm. fucked so, sort your fucking shit out, Kotick. Yeah. You cock smoker. <laughs> I know you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you've got anything else to do. Exactly. Yeah. Um, um, so, the final bit of news, I guess, is that um, Arcane's releasing the first, like, major, major patch for the game. Yeah, for Deathloop. Um, yeah, for Deathloop. Um, and it's going to fix a whole lot of shit, which is great. Yeah. Um, it's actually going to from reading what's actually being put in the game yeah and most of it is around npcs and npcs in that game are fucking dumb yeah so they're going to fix a lot of them so it's going to kind of revert in my eyes it looks like it'll revert that game back to where it should have been yeah like a stealthy yeah yeah yeah. and if you look at the other games that they've they brought out when i first started playing it i was like oh stealth and then i got very quickly to a point where i was like i will blow everyone away yeah fuck off exactly what's the point like not scared of anything um so now the the some of the things actually kind of made me laugh like one of them was uh npcs will now notice bullets flying past their face when you miss a headshot. <laughs> you know, shit like that. And it's like they're just standing there looking at something and all of a sudden... A oh, so goes. you're like sniping them and you shoot and miss them and they just don't even yeah, notice. Yeah, they don't even notice. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, wow. I haven't played a game where that's happened for <laughs> 10, 15 years. That's pretty bad. Know? So anyway, um, there's a lot of NPC happening, like fixes happening. Yeah. And I think it's fucking great. Yeah. Um, but I probably won't play that game again. It's 50% off on the PlayStation Store at the moment with the Black Friday sales that end on the 29th or something like that. Mm -hmm. So if you are on the fence about that, that means it's like $49 something, which is the correct price for that game, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it, I think you get fifty bucks worth of value out of that. Yeah, especially if they're patching it and fixing it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was one other thing. Uh, speaking of games getting big patches, Outriders. Yes, they've just it's like eight months since that game came out. They've just re- released an upgrade, an update patch thingy called New Horizons mm-hmm. that's added a whole bunch of new content and yeah. fixed a bunch of the complaints that people had about that game. Made legendary stuff more fun to find or something. They reckon. So, hmm. yeah, um, I yeah, really enjoyed game. that game. I yeah. really liked it. It had yeah. some issues, but I really loved it. Yeah. So, uh, it, I don't know if I'm going to go back to it with this patch, but if you haven't played it, like obviously after this patch, which is out now, hmm. uh, is the best time to play it. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, let's jump into Far Cry 6. With This episode is going long. Yes, it is. But, I don't care. Okay. So, let's talk about Far Cry 6. She'll be fine. Yeah. She can listen to it. Oh, okay, good. She can edit it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, Far Cry 6 uh, has been out for a little while now. Oh, Xbox Series X storage expansion card coming 10th of December to the 2 terabyte version. Oh, yeah. $700. Oh, 
Is that Australian? EB Games. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. 700 Australian Lucky they've got dollars. their fucking trader-palooza going on at the moment. Yeah, you can Go trade. Go trade 700 million games and you might get enough to... Oh, five twenty. You want to hear this one? <laughs> <laughs> 5.29, when you trade your one terabyte Xbox Series X storage expansion card. So it takes $170 off when you trade in your fucking 300... Like, yeah. I think it's 350, something like that. Mm-hmm. No. Wow. That's... That's out of control. How much is a two terabyte M2? Uh, about 400 bucks, 350 bucks. Something like that. Yeah. Depends what you get, but yeah. 700 bucks is outrageous. It is. Far Cry 6. Yeah, so Far Cry 6 has been out for a while, uh, and we've you've platinumed it now. Yep. Yep. I just finished it, so the last trophy was there's after you complete the game, it unlocks Insurgents, mm-hmm. where it'll randomly pick a region and that will get retaken over by the enemy. Yeah. You have to clear them out and then you have to do one of the... What are those missions? that Lola's black market missions that like take you on an oh, expedition yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, which are pretty fun, but they're not yeah. great. Yeah. And you finished it and yeah. it's done? Yeah, you have to do yeah. three of them and they are timed one week apart. Yeah. So if you beat it all, then it's not until a week later that it unlocks another insurgent yeah, yeah. and you need three of them to get that trophy. So, oh, okay. But I finished it last week. Nice. All done. Done. And I spent a fucking long time on this oh, yeah. game. Yeah, me too. Like I, I would, and with most, most games, I just played through the campaign. The story, I yeah. did a bit of fucking around here and there and yeah. you know, as you do, especially with a Far Cry game. Yeah, um, I mean, it's, it's Ubisoft's open world, um, like, by open world by numbers. Yeah. You know, we're used to what that is by now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And this this Far Cry was in no way groundbreaking, in my mind. Uh, yeah. It was in no way even really an upgrade from Far Cry 5. Um, I think it was better than Far Cry 5 in the story. I thought it, the I story was like better the story as well. Because I didn't like the story in Far Cry 5. Yeah. I mean, it was, but again, Far Cry 3 was better. Yeah. You know? Um, In terms of, so the thing with Far Cry, like, Assassin's Creed's an interesting one because every time they bring out an Assassin's Creed, it's an all new time period. mm. And so everything about it is fresh. Yeah. Except for the gameplay, which is the same. Yeah. But in terms of experiencing the story, it's, you can't compare. Assassin's Creed Origins, Odyssey, and Valhalla. Yeah. They're vastly different games in terms yeah. of the story and the world. Mm-hmm. Far Cry 6 is modern times. Yeah. A lot of the stuff is old-timey. Five and yeah. four even. Yeah. A lot of the stuff in the, the region is old-timey stuff because it's like a take... It's a play on Cuba yeah. where it's like caught in a fucking time vortex yeah. because of boycotts and trade embargoes and crap like that but in general like you have a mobile phone mm-hmm. uh, it's all very modern so yeah. in actual gameplay style the main difference between this and Far Cry 5 which is it's almost like they went from because they went from Far Cry 5 to New Dawn which was a fast yeah. forward into the future where After it was post apocalyptic spoiler yeah. alert but the ending was Far Cry 5 which I didn't like. But anyway, <laughs> um, New Dawn, you had like these weapons that were made from bits and pieces. Yeah. So Far Cry 6 
has them as well. Yeah. The idea being like in this world where everything's old and mm-hmm. pieced together, yeah. they make these funny weapons. Yeah. So that's the one thing that sets Far Cry 6 apart from Far Cry 5 in terms of gameplay mechanics. Mm-hmm. Um, you still have companions like pets that fight for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those weapons, they're cool. there's the Supremo backpack. Which I never really used. I didn't I find used I needed it, it for that much. helicopters. Okay. Yeah. That's it. The rocket one. They it's like eight different Supremo backpacks yeah. you can get. Yeah. And I just kept the one that you get first, which shoots rockets because mm-hmm. it would just like because it you just press the buttons yeah. and it auto aims at whatever's around you. Yeah. So if there's a helicopter, it just shoots rockets at well, that. Well, I, I didn't yeah. know that. That would have been really handy. Yeah. Because helicopters were the bane of my existence they're hard to kill otherwise yeah yeah Yeah. and you don't unlock a rocket launcher until way late in the game unless you find one in the world yeah 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 Yeah. um so i ended up getting like a a grenade launcher you know Mm -hmm. like a a, and even that takes a few shots oh yeah and the fucking aiming was terrible yeah. and you know the helicopter could move sometimes yeah. and you know you yeah. just missed whereas that Supremo literally as soon as the helicopter appears as long as you got line of sight to it you press the buttons boom it's gone yeah like immediately yeah. and um, I think tanks as well wow yeah mm. although tanks you use the EMP grenade things yeah but yeah so in general it's not that different from Far Cry 5 mm. in that way the main thing that's different is the story yeah and so, the you know the big addition to this one was the bad guy. Yeah, I think they spent a lot of money on getting um, the dude from Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, yeah. yeah. He's um, a good actor. He is a good actor, and he's Italian though. So yeah, I heard that. Yeah. I think you told me. Yeah, that. he's an yeah. an Italian American. Mexican, but from Spain. he's playing. Yeah, well, in Breaking <laughs> Bad, he played a Mexican. Yeah, and in this, Very he well. plays a, a Spanish speaking dude. Spanish very well. Yeah. From an Italian. But he's an actor. Well. He's a good actor. Bet you Brad Pitt couldn't do it. Yeah. That'd be pretty bad. Yeah. That'd break <laughs> a lot of bads. <laughs> um, oh, so nice. he was good. I played 80 hours but of this, I don't by the think way. he was in it enough to make a big impact. Um, you know, you saw him a lot in the game because his image was everywhere. Yeah. Um, a lot of the time you heard him because there was voice recordings. Yeah, and, TVs you know, playing. Yeah, TVs playing and stuff like that. So that he did a lot of content. He wasn't really a terrifying villain like no. Vasa or... No, um, exactly. Or even to some point Joseph in Far Cry 5. Yeah. Was that his name, Joseph? I think it was, yeah. He was kind of a, a pretty kind of terrifying character. But just like Vas, crazy. Yeah, you know, insane. Like, Insane and just random. Yeah. He wasn't at all in this game. You know, like, you know what it is? It's Far Cry 4. That guy was a dictator. Yeah. And Far Cry 6 is a dictator again. Yeah. Far Cry 4, uh, 3 was Vars, who was just a villain. Mm. And Far Cry 5 was a cult leader. Yeah. Which is close to a dictator, but not really. Yeah. Because they don't have governmental control over That's the right. area. Yeah. So maybe they should just not repeat the same formula. Yeah. Yeah, potentially. I mean, I really like Far Cry Six. I think it's really fun. Mm. The world is huge. There's yep. lots. It's There's but lots it's to do. And... It's like it's a Far Cry game. Yeah, you know, yeah. if you've played Far Cry Four or Five or Three, mm. 
you will not be surprised by this game. No, definitely not. It's beautiful. There was some some areas where you get to just literally sit and just look. Yeah. And there's shit going on for miles. Yeah. You know, and it was beautiful to do all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there weren't really too many characters in this game that annoyed me, yeah. which was good. There's um, some, there's, they're differing characters. Yeah, yeah. So each region, there's different characters that you have to become allies with. Yeah. And they're all different. Yeah. Vastly different. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. I appreciate. There's not really too much repetition mm. in that. There was a couple of times where I was like, uh, you know, bits seemed like a waste of time. Yeah. Like there was one bit where I finished a mission and then I had to go and meet two of my compadres and then get comrades. on... Comrades. Comrades, yeah. Um, get on their fucking ski, you know, water ski things and go to an island for a party. Yeah. Which was like a 20-minute fucking cutscene, and then I had to go do some fishing. Yeah. And then go back and cook the fish and stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck is the point of this shit? It really, the pacing on that yeah. was like... And I get that it's it's a character development thing for you to get to know these other characters, mm. but it couldn't be more boring. Yeah, fucking oath. And that happened like only on a, on a few occasions, so yeah. it didn't happen too much. There wasn't any of those like... Um, drug fueled fucking I think like I got, fantasy areas I think I got a, there was one or two of those but it wasn't like as outrageous as the, in the other games okay. it was just like a character's there talking to you yeah and then they disappear like a ghost when yeah. you there's a yeah. part where you're like been poisoned yeah and you're yeah. running uh, or or when you're driving poisoned mm-hmm. and there's characters like appearing yeah. that are dead yeah appearing in the seat next to you talking to you yeah but it's not like as out like out there as yeah. the Far Cry 5 drug stuff mm-hmm. uh, which is great because that shit's fucking annoying yeah yeah like See, it's that, fine once or I, twice I think but I mentioned yeah, it either to you or on it. the podcast but it that bit where you got poisoned and you had to get from where you were to your doctor yeah for some reason when it happened to me they like I hadn't I hadn't cleared the entire zone, like the entire yeah. area. So, but you get to this point, you get poisoned, you got to go get into a car and you've got to drive to where your doctor is to go and get fixed. Yeah. Which again was fucking stupid because as soon as you got there, it was a cutscene for like two seconds. And then next thing, oh, you're, you're fine. totally fine now. Go and Video you know, games. keep playing. Yeah. Um, there was nothing else, you know, and you didn't need That whole have, thing, that whole the reason that you need the doctor. Yeah. I was like, this is fucking dumb. Yeah. It's yeah. pointless. Exactly. It's so stupid. There was a few parts in here that, that made me just say yeah. that thing. But anyway, the ending um, as well, I was yeah. like, and I'm not going to talk about what the ending was, but I was just like, fuck. Yeah. Would it kill you to fucking not have that ending? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. but anyway, yeah, this bit, they, they put me in the car. I was driving and I had to do it two or three times. And, I had to go through checkpoints yeah. that were very heavily armed. And they have tire spikes. Yeah, yeah. And there was no fucking way I was going to get there because if you go off the road to try and go any other way, yeah. like you could just drive over the fucking mountain. You know? yeah. 
And it, it was, it, I think, during that bit, it was real blurry as well while was, you're trying yeah, to drive. Yeah, because yeah. you're poisoned and you're, you know, half fallen asleep and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. But then on the, the fourth attempt, when I had to do it again, and I was literally at the point where I was like, I can't fucking down. do this. Yeah. It's impossible. Um, it changed it, and it was literally go get in your car and just drive to the end of your street and then you're there. Yeah. It almost was like the game just kind of went, you're a fucking wanker, dude. You don't know how to play games. Yeah. Let's just do it for Which you. Which a lot of games do do that and I find it is that's kind of good. Yeah. I like it when it gives you the option where yeah. it says, look, looks like you're having a bit of trouble. Do you want yeah. us to just skip this bit? Well, it would have been good if the game just didn't fuck me really hard like three or four times before it gave me just the easiest thing yeah you know like i get make it challenging but don't make it impossible yeah because that was where i was at like i'd I'd done it once and i'm like seriously i'm driving as fast as i can go yeah i've got you're on a time limit yeah you're on a time limit and the closest i got was halfway so there was no way in the time limit that i could have even got close enough but then unless I had you to, get good. Well, unless I you know, <laughs> just cheat, obviously. Yeah, obviously. S- speaking of cheaters, if you cheat now in COD, you get banned for franchise for life. No shit. Yeah. But not if you like harass someone that you work with. Yeah. Cool. Then you can still be the CEO. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's pretty annoying. I think <clears throat> like we've given it a, a bit of a hard, harsh... Yeah review here but i think it's the best one since far cry 3 yeah except I, for I maybe to... primal primal was really good yeah i didn't so know primal. since but after far cry 3 we've had four primal five new dawn yeah. and then six yeah um and yeah i think this one is probably the best since three yeah i'd agree I did like four. I really, really liked four. Yeah, four was really good. Um, I think I really like all of them, yeah. except for Far Cry Five. I enjoyed, but not as much. Yeah, this one is way better than five for me. I feel like they could have done more with the story, but yeah. I think if you're going into a Far Cry game expecting like a compelling story yeah. that's going to push the boundaries, you're not going to get that. Mm, yeah. Um, one and of the things there is I like a lot of content and the story is quite big. Mm. You just said before you played eighty hours, yeah, to platinum. And yours is forty-two or uh, something, yeah, yeah, to to end the campaign. Yeah, so it's, that's a good amount of you know, yeah, time out of. A and game. to be fair, it's there's plenty there. Oh yeah. If you like Far Cry, as long as you haven't literally just finished one, yeah, then I think you'll enjoy it. Mm. It's fun to play. It's got all of the... It hits all of the things that make Far Cry a great game. They're not repeating this fucking formula Mm. because they are money hungry. Not only because they're money hungry, (laughs) sorry. But um, they know people will buy it. And one of the things early on, like Far Cry 3 and 4 even to a point, there was a lot of complaints with uh, playing a white savior Mm -hmm. character. Yeah. For no reason, like Far Cry Three makes sense because you're like kind of because you're like an American who's there on holiday who then yeah. gets sucked into all of the bullshit. Yeah. But um, one of the things that I like about Far Cry Six is you're like a local. Yeah. And Far Cry Five, you were a faceless person. Mm-hmm. You were, had like no personality, and that yeah. was one of my complaints to that because yeah. I just hate that shit. Mm-hmm. And in this, they've got a male, or you can play as a male Danny Rojas or a female Danny Rojas. Yeah. 
both of them are a character with a personality yeah. that you see mm-hmm. and multiple times so I appreciate that they've gone yeah. back to doing that yep. because I it's like totally it's like Mass Effect you can create your own character what they look like but I don't then you never you, see them can you customise your character in this I oh, don't I think you can it was a long time but ago Point being, you get a connection with the character because it actually has a fucking personality. Mm. And in Far Cry Five, you just you could literally die and be replaced with another person, yeah. and it would make no fucking difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this, you become like this superhero fucking savior, yeah. Because that's the nature of Far Cry. You become yeah. this super powerful person that's awesome at killing people mm-hmm. indiscriminately, yeah. which is brutal. Yeah, uh, but. Yeah, and people the, love you for it. The fact that you're a local there and you have depth in your character in mm. reasons why you would or would not want to be helping. Yeah. Um. Right at the beginning of the game, it, you do this stuff in exchange to get a boat to fuck off to America. Yeah. And they give you a boat and they say, "But seriously, come and help us. Be a good fucking person." Mm-hmm. If you get in that boat and you just go and like drive it to the edge of the map yeah it ends the game and runs credits oh really and it shows you sitting on a beach in <laughs> Miami listening to the radio where it's like the government in Yara have put down a, the latest revolution and I have said that they, yeah. the terrorists have been defeated <laughs> and then so that it's rolls like credits it's like a secret four, ending like four where you had that opportunity at the start of the game yeah, he's like, to well, shoot the dude in yeah. the head and then you could walk out and they rolled the credits. Yeah. But, so, yeah, that's yeah. fucking hilarious. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I like that your character has a real fucking reason to be there. Yeah. And that is important. Mm. That's one of the reasons why Far Cry 3 was good, even though it has that white savior thing, if you care about it or not. Yeah. They're a fucking character with, a with like, you. at one point you're looking for your brother in Far Cry Ooh, 3 at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. There's, like, depth to your character. Yeah. And, and that's super this, important. It wasn't until much later on because I don't do a lot of sideline side quest stuff. Yeah. Um, but you actually have a meeting at your old um, orphanage orphanage because yeah. you were an orphan, and you find letters written by the carers or the nuns or whatever that looked after you as a child. Yeah. And you you're reading them, going, "Oh my god!" Like, you know, this is incredible. Yeah. And that that actually really got to me because yeah. I was like, "Fuck!" Like. I've never seen this in a game before mm. where they've done this kind of depth of just a, a little thing that's only mentioned a few times in the game. Yeah. You know, and they actually did something really good there. Yeah. And they have the history of like the 67 revolution where yeah. the main guy, bad guy, what's his name? The pres- El Presidente. His dad yeah. was El Presidente and then there was a revolution in 1967 where his dad got killed. Mm. And then the rev- the revolutionaries took power, yeah. and then eventually there was fair elections, and the yeah, new El back. Presidente yeah. tricked, like did the Hitler style, convince everyone to vote for him, yeah. and then turned it to shit again. Yeah. Um, and that whole backstory is all there. You can mm-hmm. find notes, you can find newspaper articles, you can talk to the characters that are like grown old versions yeah. of those revolutionaries, yeah. and yeah, that stuff is just really great mm, yeah on top of the like crazy shooting and oh, yeah. you can you have the stealth options you can you like there's just, there's just so much far cry to it oh there is yeah yeah so and yeah. and the good thing that they haven't lost in this 
is that kind of sense of humor they've got about themselves as well in in this universe yeah um like you find notes pinned to things constantly in this game mm-hmm. um one of my favorites was um and, and i'm not going to do it word for word but this was the gist of it it basically says um uh hey everybody at this checkpoint um there's been locals discussing that there's like an espionage happening from the guerrilla group in this area. So we've set up our own espionage team to go and espionage them more than they're espionaging us. And like, we're having an espionage off kind of thing, but we will win. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck? (laughs) I found it a few times. Every time I found it, I laughed out loud. I was just like, that's great. It's fucking stupid. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, there's some weird stuff. Like it introduces really early. It shows you how to bribe a, uh, officer yeah, yeah. and then that came up for me like two more yeah, times same. in the entire yeah. game so I was like well that's fucking yeah. pointless and normally you'd just kill them yeah like from a distance <laughs> yeah because they make a whole point of being like these guys are just people because yeah. that's one of the arguments that people have about Assassin's Creed games and Far Cry games mm. it's like you're killing a lot of people oh yeah and these are just people doing their jobs particularly in this where they're like soldiers in the army just or like they're being police yeah and you're just like see them walking down the road and fucking blow their head off <laughs> or, or they're driving a car yeah and you just lob like, a grenade at it exactly <laughs> and they make a point of being like oh he's just doing this job to feed his family yeah so like give him some money and he'll give you information because mm. he's not part of the regime he's just a worker yeah. basically yeah and so it like humanizes the soldiers right before just making you kill fucking yeah. thousands of them yeah. which it's like the complaint is that these games make you indiscriminately kill mm. but if you actually think about it these are people with families and lives and stuff and you're just like pew, 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 pew. Uh, whatever <laughs> so I don't know maybe that's like a meta like so instead you want they want to get bribed. they really import like make a point these of are just normal like, people that will yeah. take bribes yeah for information on how to kill family. other people. So if you pay him, he'll give you information, and then if you shoot him, yeah, he's he dead. Your money back. <laughs> so, yeah, it's yeah. like they're, they're trying to humanize. Mm. Don't fucking humanize the people that you want me to kill in yeah, this community. Exactly. I guess yeah. don't humanize the person that you want me to sick my crocodile onto. <laughs> exactly. Okay. <laughs> and actually, one of the things that I really like about this game is. Um, there's all these little side mission things that you can find mm-hmm. that are fully encapsulated stories of their own. So, for example, there's a crocodile farm, sort of like a... You know, you go to Australia Zoo and you walk along the platforms and yeah. you can visit and mm-hmm. see their fucking crops. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah. And there's notes where the guy's like writing about how he's in. he loves this fucking crocodile, crocodile. like it's his pet yeah. and it would never hurt him and yeah. blah, 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 blah. And then you find his dead body in that crocodile's enclosure. <laughs> and there's blood everywhere. And there's blood fucking everywhere. <laughs> yeah. But it's this, this a whole like... Like they've just gone, okay, you guys, the writing crew, mm. just write some fucking stories that would yeah. fit into this region. Yeah. And then they just are like sprinkled around and it really puts, mm. it gives a depth to the world. Yeah. So, yeah, they've really mastered the, like, obviously, because Far Cry 3, everyone says that's the best one. That's because that kicked this off. Yeah. We Far Cry 1 and 2 were decent before, Very but different. 3 really. Yeah. 
like set Far Cry the, One and Two were the same person, weren't they? They were the same character yeah. on the same island. He was. He became the baddie in the second one. Yeah, I yeah. think it was like an arms dealer or something. Mm. But yeah, so, so Far Cry ago. Three really was like amazing, mm. and then they've continued it. And Far Cry Six, like I said, I think it's my favorite one since Three, and I think that they've really nailed the formula. Yeah, and yeah. they they feel almost churned out at this yeah. point but so, not in a bad way yet no in, in my mind anyway yeah. yeah you know um still good game yeah so i mean for me i'm going to give it a solid four yeah you know i i don't think there's anything groundbreaking about it or anything over the top to give it any more than that yeah. um it's a very solid game it's a very fun game um but to me it's it doesn't it's more far cry yeah 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 yeah, so it's a four out of five. Yeah, I think a four. It's um, it's really good, but it's like we said, it's not pushing any boundaries. Mm. It's it's the same yeah. formula that we've been playing. It is just they're getting better at doing it. Yeah. So mm. at some point we're going to be like, stop making Far Cry games. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. But we're not there yet. No. So anyway, I think that's going to wrap up the show. We've been talking for a long yeah, time. Yeah, about now. an hour and a half. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so make up for last week being a short one last, yeah, week, our last episode yeah. um, so now we're just going to play through a few of the rest of the games that we've got and hopefully catch up again in a few weeks yeah exactly I'm going to get back to Skyrim oh, and God. Battlefield scary and Guardians of the Galaxy we didn't get sent a code for it but I bought it and I do want to talk about that on the next episode as well if I get a chance to play it okay. when I'm not busy Skyrim. playing a 10 year old game yeah, exactly <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much for listening. If you've got any comments or any questions or you just want us to say your name on the next podcast, you can email us at podcast at dropbeagaming.com. But we do not do shout outs except for money. So, oh, well, we always shout out money. (laughs) Thank you very much. That was episode 189. We appreciate it. And we will talk to you again soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye.